This is the Mark Stucheski Podcast. Vernon Brown, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, Mark. I'm glad you're here. And before we get started, uh, put yourself into context for the audience. Who are you and what do you do? All right. Good point. Um, so my name is Vernon Brown. I'm a happiness and success coach. I, um, I'm the guy that makes sure life works better and better and better for you, as well as making sure that your business grows and you can get more time with your family, friends, and loved ones. I love that because we're living in uh, crazy times right now. Uh, 2020 was the start of the pandemic. It's still going on now. Uh, Texas last week had an unprecedented winter storm. As a matter of fact, one week ago today, we were in the, uh, I think it was uh, lower teens in Houston, Texas. There was snow on the beach in Galveston. Really difficult to be happy when that's going on. Although I was, I made several videos for Snapchat and TikTok and, and LinkedIn and says, you know, it is what it is. I can't change the weather uh, mm-hmm. and I choose to be happy. So let's talk about that for a few minutes. Yeah, it's life is going to be life, right? Like there's going to be some things, I don't care how early you get up, how much you know exercise you get, life is just going to show up. And it's one of the, it's, you know, a big understanding for me is what you just said. It's like, you can't control it. But what you can do is control how you're going to react and respond to things. And we forget that because we get so caught up in our emotions sometimes, you know? That's a very good phrase, caught up in the motion, emotions, because, you know, there's, I tell people, look, stay away from the news. Okay. Stay away from mm-hmm. the news because the news is designed to get you to be fearful. So you watch more and you get more addicted to it. And it just takes you down a very dangerous and perilous path. So I tell people, look at, know what's going on. Uh, I always tell people stay informed, but not obsessed. What do you think about that? I completely agree. The move, the news is designed to move you in a direction. And I know it's nice, like you mentioned, I love the distinction you made, but stay informed. You know, don't be unaware, but understand that if you keep watching it, it's going to get you emotionally. And emotions are a good thing. Just remember, they're designed to move you in a place. You need to make sure that you are um, in control of the place that it takes you. That's a very important part. You are in control where it takes you. Because if you're watching the news, well, then you're giving control of where it's going to them instead of you. And, you know, we all have 24 hours unless it's your last day on the earth. Uh, so you have to be very careful how you're spending your time. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, don't know if you're familiar with a guy, the late Charlie Tremendous Jones. He used to have a saying, that in five years, you'll be the same person you are today, except for the books you read and the people you meet. And so mm. we got to be really careful who we're meeting, either in person, on video, on the news, TV, on social media. We'd be very careful who we're letting into our inner circle. Yeah, for sure. You know, to add to that, it's I always look at relationships. I always look at every interaction that I have, whether it's a book, whether it's a news, you know, conversation. And I remember that it's a chemical reaction. And if I'm not getting platinum or gold out of it, I'm not getting involved with it because you have to be very mindful of your interactions. You got to be mindful of your conversations. They affect you. Now, I want you to speak directly to the person who's listening to this conversation and they're saying, Vernon, I get it. I get what you and Mark are saying, but you know what? I lost my job because of COVID. You know, know, we're we're locked down. We have to wear these stupid masks and we don't know when the end's going to come. You're telling me I should be happy. You're telling me that I should have a positive mindset. What would you say to that person right now? (laughs) I'm laughing now because that's something I hear often. And (laughs) here's my reaction to that. 
I'm not saying that there aren't some tragic things, some some very difficult things that are happening, you know, around this world, in this world, currently, even in your life. What I'm saying is it's going to happen whether you're in a good mood or a bad mood. And the positive takes practice. It doesn't take effort to be angry, frustrated, um, or even to kind of commiserate over things. It takes no effort. But when you're working on that happiness muscle, that positivity muscle, um, it, it's not that you're oblivious to life and you're just going to walk around smiling you know, all the time and thinking you're going to be clapping your hands and stomping your feet. But it's recognizing that in order for me to take care of me, I've got to be in charge of me. And it's like that that positivity muscle is literally a muscle. And the only time that it gets practiced is when you are only time it's going to really grow and strengthen is when you're practicing it. The negative sticks to you. You know, negative is like Velcro. You know, the positivity will roll right off your back if you let it. Now, you know, kind of a second step here, you know, you know, first step being understanding the second step here is putting some things into practice is people forget about fun. You know, when things are going crazy, when you're not sure, you know, how long we have to wear these masks or how much we have to be confined to certain, you know, areas, you know, the first thing that you're going to not do is do things that are going to make you happy. The things that are going to take you away from that stress or take you away from those problems. And I always remind audiences, I'm always reminding people, you got to have fun in the process. And, you know, I want to qualify this fun. And this is a really big thing about you're happy. It can involve food or alcohol. It cannot involve buying or spending, and it only can involve yourself. Now, when you are doing those things, and I actually want to repeat that because that's a that's a big thing. It can involve food or alcohol. It can involve buying or spending, and it only can involve yourself. Whatever falls into those categories, whatever falls into the, that the category of fun for you, and it abides by those rules, you need to double down and do that often, especially when times get tough. You know, I like the sentence you just said. Stuff is going to happen whether you're positive or negative and people need to understand that. I think we know that subconsciously, but you just called it out. You just addressed the elephant in the room. It doesn't matter what your attitude is. The winter storm was not going to go away if I was positive. Okay. It came whether I was positive or negative. COVID happened whether you're positive or negative. So life is still going to happen and you get to choose how you respond to it. And as far as fun, uh, the best example I can come up with is we have a two and a half year old dog and she's happy every day. Okay. We lost power for 20 hours. She didn't care. She's like, Hey, I'm with mom and dad having fun. Style's pretty cool. And so we got to have the attitude is the world. It's not the world's job to make us happy or to cause us to have fun. It's our choice. And I think a lot of people are going, how can you talk about having fun when there's COVID going on in the winter storm and people without power and hurricanes and wildfires? I'm like, well, I'm not saying we should like make fun of them, but I'm like, what's the point of living? If you're always uh, like, I always go back to the Winnie the Pooh. Are you Winnie the Pooh? Are you a Christopher Robin? Or are you like me? I'm a Tigger. Or are you like an Eeyore? I don't want to hang around Eeyore. Do you remember Winnie the Pooh, Vernon? Of course I do. Oh, yeah. You just took me back with that. But how many Eeyores do you know, right? <laughs> uh, I know a lot of them. I don't associate with them, though, you know? Right. Because you like you bring up such a great point. It's like when you're going through things, when things are happening, like you, you that doesn't mean that it's not going to it's gonna last forever. And it's just you kind of frame it like, who am I going to be after this? And when, you know, COVID was going on at its height last year, when we were really on lockdown, I remember I was, I was just so excited, not for what was happening, but I was excited for the fact I was like, who am I going to be after this? You know, who am I going to become? Because now I get even more time to sit down and read and get even more time to spend with my son. You know, I have a five-year-old son. Well, let me tell you how much I love daddy time. 
you know, um, during that. And it's easy to say, well, we're locked down. The way I looked at it is like, wow, I got the perfect opportunity to get so many things done that I wanted to get done. Tony Robbins, I, I love, I heard him once say that the best way to change your state is to do a belly laugh. So, I mean, not if you get pulled over for speeding, not in court, <laughs> but if you were like, you're driving down the road, it's pouring rain, you get a flat tire, listen, and you tend to go toward anger and frustration and overwhelm. He goes, just do a belly laugh. Once the last time you laughed so hard, tears came out of your eyes and that'll yep. change your state. And when you change your state, now you're better able to address the situation. Will you agree with that? I completely agree with that. We forget the power of a laugh. We forget the power of giving that brain that because you know, there's so many so much research that supports that you know the stomach is like kind of that second brain and it's powerful. It's so fun to laugh even through some of those tough times, right? I I I would look back on the times when I laughed so hard I had trouble breathing. You ever laughed that hard? You you just oh, can't yeah. catch your breath and your you know your tears are coming out of your eyes. I mean, after that you feel so exhausted, but you feel so relieved because you know life is meant to be enjoyed. You know, whether you believe in God like I do or you don't, we are here for a purpose. We're not here to be Eeyores for our entire life. We're here to be joyful, to spread joy in other people's lives. And, you know, there's 8 billion people in this world. Okay. There's 330 million Americans. I believe that 99% of the Amer people in the world are nice people. It's the problem is it's those 1% people on the fringe. They get all the press. I wish the news would stop talking about them because maybe, maybe they go away. No, I think they're here to stay there. <laughs> Unfortunately, no, but it's like, for anybody who's in a place and they're trying to figure out like, well, how can I, I hear these guys are saying these things about being happier? You know, what can I do? Or how can I be more positive? You know, my, you know, my thoughts, and this is something that I'd had to do for myself. I wasn't always this person. I had to build this person is I practiced being, uh, practice being happy by being around people who were happy. Right. Mm. You know, they always say, you know, lie down with dogs, you get fleas. Well, if you lie down, with, lie down with happy dogs, you get happy fleas. And <laughs> but it's the truth. It's like you become who you hang around. And this is the reason I'm so mindful of who I am around. Like there's sometimes I had to tell some family members, hey, I love you, but I got to love you with a long handled spoon. Yeah. Because next thing you know, I would end up taking on some of their energy. But if you can't be around positive people, you know, physically, you know, obviously right now in the moment, it's a little difficult. But if you, you can't, you know, interact with these people, YouTube is your savior. That's one of the first things I had to do um, when I was creating my creating myself. Sounds weird to say that. But when I started working on myself was I just would watch videos of positive people. And it literally I could just quote stuff. I would just feel it. I'm like, I feel like them. And it, it became me eventually. Hey there, it's Mark, and I want to invite you to become a Mark Struchowski Insider and get the top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs absolutely free. It all happens over at MrProductivity.com. Mm. That's so important because, you know, we are going through a time. I'm hoping that, you know, in the near, near future with the vaccine and all the stuff, I hope that we can go back to some sense of normalcy. We won't go back to where we were before COVID. And I think it's a good thing. I think people working from home, I think that's going to be a good thing. I do think travel is going to come back. I think conferences are going to come back. You know, we'll get there eventually. I think 2021 is going to be a much better year than 2020. But, you know, when, as I look back, and a lot of thought leaders I followed, and you probably follow them too. You have two choices. There are people who are just watching the news all day long and they lost their job and all they're doing is watching the news. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. 
stop watching so much news. But there's people mm-hmm. like you and me and Brendan Burchard and Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos and Tony Robbins. They're like, you know what? I'm going to keep learning every day. I'm going to keep exposing yes. myself to new things and getting uh, better educated. And what's going to happen when this thing called COVID disappears, the people that are spending all the time uh, bathing in negativity are going to look up and go, what are all those dots on the horizon? And they're going to realize, oh, those are the people who didn't watch all the news, didn't take a negativity bath. They were working, and now they're light years ahead of me. Oh, no. Now what am I going to do? This is the perfect time. So many people, Vernon, been saying, oh, I wish I had time to learn or to write a book or start a course or start a YouTube channel, start a podcast. This is the time. You will probably never get a time like this ever again. So what are you doing? Watching the news in the negativity bath? Come on, man. You, but what you just said is what I did. And that's why I was saying, like, who am I going to be after this? You know, uh, when we, because I'm a speaker, I was so used to traveling, right? And as we both know, travel was shut down at one point. Um, and I just remember, like, what do I do? What do I do? What's going to happen? And everything like that. I took the time to, you know, to create a class. And it's like, I would have never, ever, 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 ever have done that without COVID, right? Now we're getting back to traveling. But it's the what you do with the time that you have is going to determine the quality of life you're going to have after this event. And I don't see many, there are some people, like you mentioned, just like ourselves and many others that are taking advantage of it, but it's not everybody. Like this is the time to invest in yourself where you have that reason um, why you, you got the perfect time if you're working from home. Now you don't have to commute to work. You don't have to go get stuck in traffic. So you've gained hours back in your life use them wisely or you can sit back and be a miser and complain about things. <laughs> exactly. You know, I only have only traveled one time since COVID hit uh, in December. Mm-hmm. I had to fly from Houston to Orlando to take my, my dad had to go to the hospital for some work on his pacemaker. Mm-hmm. And it was really surreal, you know, cause once you go in the, the airport, you got to wear a mask, you got to wear a mask on the plane, you got to wear a mask when you get to the other airport. But man, as soon as I walked out of that Orlando airport, that mask came off so fast. It's like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> and Florida is open. Okay. Unlike some other States, you know, on the West coast, the Florida is completely open. And, you know, I'm just like, you know what? So people complain. There's a lot of radical people out there. Oh, you shouldn't wear the mask. I'm like, look at, I'm not going to cause problems. I'm Mr. Productivity. I'm not, I don't want to make the news for the wrong things. So I'm like, look at <laughs> the, the, the rules say I've got to wear a mask in the airport and on the plane. Fine. But I'm not going to wear a mask when I'm all alone in my car. I, I don't get people that do that. It confuses me. Are you trying to protect yourself from COVID? I mean, I don't quite understand that. I mean, literally there's no one else in the car with them. Have you seen those people, by the way? Yeah, if I can jump in really quick, I have found that some of those people are doing Uber Eats or doing food delivery, oh, I and they don't want to breathe on people's food. Um, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, you realize you're in a car by yourself going 80 miles an hour down the road, right? And then I literally, one of my clients, um, her son does delivery, and that's why, I, um, and she brought that up by him wearing a mask. And when she said that, I was like, I never considered that. That's a very good point. I'm going to re. I'm going to re. Uh rethink it when i see someone like that now the people riding bicycles because here in texas if you're outside alone running walking biking doesn't matter walking dog you don't have to wear a mask i see people riding their bikes with a mask on and i'm like yeah why i mean now i go running at 5 15 in the morning someone someone may be listening to this this conversation go well you should always wear a mask i'm like nobody is awake at 5 15 in the morning when i'm running around my neighborhood okay i promise you i've not even seen a car it's five fifteen in the morning, so I'm not worried about that. But again, I'm positive. You know, I'm not positive. I'm not going to get COVID. I'm not positive. I'm never going to die from it. I'm just saying, look at. 
I believe that if you are so fearful that you're going to get COVID and you're going to die from COVID, well, I think your chances are probably, I, I'm not a medical doctor, but I think your chances are going to go up because the negativity is affecting your immune system. I'm like, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. And I'm sad for everybody who got it and certainly sad at whoever got who died. But I'm like, I'm not going to stress over it. Right now, I'm focused on delivering a, a great interview with you to my listener. I'm not worried about COVID because COVID is like not outside my window waiting to come in and attack me. And I think fear and negativity, I really believe, compromises our immune systems. There are a lot of studies that support that. You know, I, I do want to point out, Mark, I, I think that a lot of the fear comes to how close COVID has come in your life. Um, maybe not you directly, but indirectly. I know for myself, my family, um, my family, um, I've lost 10 family members. So, and considering, you know, everyone in my family is in a medical field, I'm exposed to it in terms of conversations and real world data a lot. And, you know, I would never, you know, for a person wanting to protect themselves, I completely understand people going that route. You know, I don't have to agree with what other people do, but if you like it, then I love it. You know, so I just feel, um, and this is comes from somebody, you know, I've coached some clients who have had COVID um, and some who are like you just described, they go outside, they wear their mask when they're riding the bike. And, you know, one of my clients has some severe underlying conditions and he only found those out three months before COVID. And it's like, they want to live, you know, it's in. Uh, I think, and also is some of the cognitive fallout that um, the experts have talked about as well. A lot of people are afraid of as well. You know, for me, it's, um, I don't, from what I've seen, it's not the the fear of dying or, you know, sickness. I think it's the fear of the cognitive fallout that we're not quite sure about yet. Hey, I now have an affiliate program where you can earn up to 30% commission just for referring people to my paid program. To find out more, go to MrProductivity.com, scroll to the bottom of the page and click the link. Yeah, and I, well, speaking of cognitive fallout, you know, now they're saying there's fatigue from people work from home. There's Zoom fatigue now. I mean, mm -hmm. people, we were never designed to sit in front of our computer all day long on zoom calls. We, we were not. Um, that's why I always tell people, look at, you got to get up at least once an hour, go take a walk around the block, go do some jumping jacks, get that blood flowing. Um, because I'm afraid if we don't do that, eventually God's going to say, okay, you don't want, don't need your legs anymore. I'll just take them away. You know, we, we, we can't just be in the world of technology. Um, yes, it is part of our life, but you also have to get up and go do something else. And I think, uh, fatigue is a real big issue and is affecting our mental states and, and that's why I tell people, look at don't do back to back to back to back Zoom calls, because if you can, if you can avoid it, because you, you need to have that that space. I completely agree. It's just one of those things, you know, I can't even say for myself, because some days I'll have, you know, five to six back to back calls. And it's, you know, it's an interesting thing. It's you kind of get locked in. Right. And I even have to tell myself, I do give myself buffer time in between. Don't get me wrong. But it's like you, you got to give yourself that space and that permission to step back. You know, the last thing you want to have to worry about is weak back muscles or, you know, you're getting slightly cathodic or anything like that. Just move your body. You know, take a break and, you know, go watch TV and laugh. That's one thing I'm always a big fan of. I love trying to watch a movie. This is one of my things. I watch one movie throughout the entire day in like, you know, 30-minute blocks or 20-minute blocks oh, nice. just so I can give my brain that break. I love that. And I, I tell people that, you know, I, I, I dealt with some coaches that would do calls back to back from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. And I vowed myself I would never do that. So what I do is I, I determine how many clients can I effectively coach a day? 
And, and that's my limit. So I block that many spots out per day. Yep. And if those are all booked, that's it. Cause I, and I won't do back-to-back calls. I used to do that back in the day. I know if I do that, I'm not really serving the clients the best of my ability. So I mm-hmm. stopped doing that. And we all have to do what works for us. For me, I know how many appointments I'll do a day, never back to back. Cause I want to make sure I'm on for every client. And for me, if I'm back to back, that second client isn't going to get the best of me as the first client did. But if I put a spacer in there, a buffer time, mm-hmm. to use your words, then I can better serve them. Absolutely. That break is powerful. But it, you, I think what's happening for some people who might be, you know, work for a corporation or a business or a company, it's, I think management means well sometimes because they want to keep people kind of engaged, but they're not given, you know, some persons a break. And that's why I know some of that fatigue gets in because it's like you're, you're, you're hitting it 20, you know, bam, 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 bam. And you think you're being productive. You're not being productive. I can promise you that, you know, because once you get started getting a little tired, you get a little fatigued or, you know, you kind of been sitting down for a couple of hours, three hours, it, it, it just affects the, how much your output that you're going to have. It's going to affect how quickly you can get to solutions versus finding problems, right? Well, Vernon, you gave us a lot to think about. There is so much uh, to what you said to us, but I want to take a little break here and go to something I call Mike Swap. Now, Mike Swap is the part of the show where I allow my guest, in this case, Vernon, to be the temporary host of the Mark Stuchowski podcast. And Vernon, you can ask me any question you want to, uh, one or two questions. Just don't ask me anything like social security numbers or credit card numbers. But any (laughs) other show, any other question is fair game. Um, I've been stumped on the show before, so it that if I don't know the answer or, or if I don't want to answer, I'll just go. I just I want to pass. So you are in control for the next couple questions. Go ahead. Cool. All right. So this is a question I always ask because I love to see what people's answers are. Answer is with Abion, you have to pick your number one movie that you identify with. Oh, the identify with? Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, you threw that in there. Uh, my number one movie is Gettysburg, but I don't identify with that. Um, let me see my number one movie. Oh my goodness, this is. Uh, <laughs> I, I love. Um, I, I think the one I, I identify with. So you do trip me up there, Vernon. I, I identify I <laughs> with. Um, oh my goodness, it's a I tough one. Some- I've seen so many really good movies lately. Uh, I like Act of Valor, but I'm not in, I'm not in the Marines, so that really doesn't apply. Oh my goodness! Um, without wasting too much time for the audience, because I do not edit these shows, and I want them to go. What is he doing? Um, let me come back to that one. Ask another question. Let me see if I can come up with one because I'm think going through my head right now. Actually, when you ask me the next question, I'm going to pull up my uh, my iPhone here and look at all the movies I have in my library, and maybe something will jar jar my memory. So, okay. All right, next question. This one might get you too. What's your favorite Britney Spears song? Oh my God. I don't listen to anything from Britney Spears. I'm a I'm a Christian hip hop kind of guy. I don't know any okay. Britney Spears songs. You are the first person. Okay, all right. <laughs> Typically, everybody had I've always heard it. Like, I'm not the biggest Britney Spears fan. Nothing against it. Just not my genre of music. But <laughs> typically, everyone has a song. You are the first. So, congrats on that. Well, thank you. I, I just, you know, when I go out my daily runs at 5.50 in the morning, I've got my Christian hip-hop. And yes, there is such a thing as Christian hip-hop. It's mm-hmm. rap. It's just like secular rap. It's a, the only thing is they just talk about Jesus and the Bible. They don't talk about sex, drugs, or rock and roll. Um, so there you go. Now, I'm scrolling through my iTunes library here, and I'm like, which of these actually speak to me? Because, oh, my goodness. Um, 
I got over. I got a lot of weird movies on here. <laughs> if you could see this list, for and you're like, what is wrong with this guy? Iron Man, Jack Reacher. Um, you know, Jack Reacher. I guess. I guess I'll, I'm going to say Jack Reacher because I just saw that movie. Because Jack Reacher was the kind of guy that he was a no BS kind of guy, and he fought for what was right, but he stayed kept his mouth closed. And I think more people need to do that. If you don't know something. Um, keep your mouth closed. So many people in this world are hiding behind their computers and their cell phones and just spewing all this hatred and divisiveness, but they wouldn't say those same things. Like for example, former president Donald Trump, people were so full of anger, but they wouldn't go up to his face and say that. Now, some people would, but most people wouldn't. Okay. Because it's safety behind your screen. It's mm-hmm. not safe when you go out in Republican. I think that's one of the problems with social media is you can leave nasty comments and all this sort of stuff, but you're not actually saying it to their face. And I think that's uh, we've lost some of the human element in the in this day and age for that. I completely agree with that. So hopefully that movie um, does, you know, you really trip me up on there. Congratulations for <laughs> tripping me up uh, on there. So the final question I have for you, sir, is where can we go to find out more about you and what you're up to in this world? Oh. Thank you for asking. So you can go to whatsyourhappy.com and it's happy with an I. And that's where you can find, you know, where, what's going on in the world, what courses are uh, going on. And it's got my email address, which is vernon at whatsyourhappy.com is also another way to get in contact with me. And it's happy with an I. Now, what is that Will Smith movie with happiness spelled with an I? Uh, Pursuit of happiness. Yes. I, I love that. And uh, I remember the part of the movie where... Uh, he saw a sign that says happy or something like that. And he says, Hey, happiness spelled with a Y, not an I. I just love mm-hmm. that line. Uh, yep. that's it. Will Smith is one guy. I really tip my hat to, although I don't wear hats, but I, he tells you, he works so hard. There are a lot of people. Once yeah. they hit a certain level of success, they just coast. He works hard and it's so refreshing to see a, 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 a not, not just a man, but a human being work that hard. A lot of people, they're just like, I'm just going to do the minimum I have to do and uh, that's it. But he works really hard and I, I love his work. Uh, I also, the only actor I like better than him is Denzel Washington. It's just something oh, about Denzel Washington. Um, I just saw the equalizer too. Uh, yeah. Have you seen the equalizer movie? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Did you know we bought the movie? So we got the, the extras in iTunes. Uh, did you know that he never does sequels ever, but he did it because he liked the script and he said, this is the first time that. he's ever done that. Did you know that? No, that's good to know. That's cool. Yep. He does not ever do sequels, but he did for equal equalizer. And, uh, that's a good movie. I mean, I just, it, just the way, you know, ever I've never seen a bad Denzel Washington movie ever. I just that guy. And you can really watch old. them all. Just uh, what was it? Fallen. I watched that recently. That was done like twenty years ago. Such really? a great movie. Wow. I'll have to go check that out. Fallen. Okay. Oh, well, you never Vernon, seen that? No, I have not. I'm gonna go Ooh. check it out though because I never oh, heard yeah. that one before. Love it. Okay. Well, Vernon, thank you so much for being on the show today. Absolute pleasure having you on, sir. This is great. Thank you, Mark. I love your energy. Please keep making this world a better place with what you do.
Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mark Stuchewski Podcast. I really hope it served you well today. Now head on over to my website, mrproductivity.com. Sign up to be a free Mark Stuchewski Insider. Get my top five productivity tips for entrepreneurs. Absolutely free. It's my gift to you. And until tomorrow, my friend, go be productive.